0: Welcome back. This is John Shulman, 720 Sports Group. This is a really an important one to me, um, and we're going to, going to call it cancer. Um, this is not the cancer that my father got. This isn't the illness. Uh, cancer is very close to me, very important to me. Um, my father passed away 27 years ago, um, started with, with colon cancer and kind of moved to different parts of his of his body and, and overtook him, And, um, but in the sports world, um, is we, we, we have players that we call that, that are cancers on our basketball team or a football team. And we, in coaching, um, so I'm really talking to coaches and I'm sure in the business world with, with leaders, you have cancers among, in your organization. And so just really wanted to spend, Uh, our 720 seconds today talking about cancers and and um i did a i'm not going to use names uh in this in this episode but i did a really poor job dealing with cancers in our program and and really like all these episodes really want to help other coaches um be a sounding board and and so you don't have to deal with the same things that i had to deal with um but really kind of you know what is a cancer in your program a cancer in your body kills you and and it and it you know you have to you have to try to surgically remove it you have to remove it with chemo you got to remove it with radiation and so what we're talking about are players that 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 kill your organization and and people that kill your organization and players that kill your team and and disrupt your team and and um And what they do, if you allow those players to stick around, what they end up doing is they end up infesting other players on your team. And now you have um, really a team filled with with cancer, and those teams can't win. So, you know, how does all this start? Uh, I I, I thought about it and looked back at it. You know, I really think you, you see kids with attitudes playing elementary basketball, you know, it's, we're in such a win-win, you got to win society right now. you got to win in elementary, and you got to win in middle school, and you got to win in an eight-year-old AAU game, um, and you have to win. And, and normally in an eight-year-old game, the, the, the most talented kids uh, on the floor are going to win that game. I uh, hate to tell you that, coaches, but the talent does win on a lot of different levels. And we allow kids to act like little jerks um, when they're in elementary school. Uh, that's the time where you got to really bust them. And, and uh, kids uh, are, you know, shooting all the shots and, and talking back to the coach and, and talking back to the officials and not passing the ball and being selfish and having an attitude. If we don't catch it then, then it, it starts in, in elementary school and it goes to middle school and the middle school coach wants to win. and, But you have to discipline them at that moment. And and it's hard and dealing with parents are hard. Uh but it's it's vital. Some coaches do a great job of disciplining those kids. In AAU do a great job. In, in in high school do a great job. In middle school do a great job in college do a great job. But there's some that don't do a job at all and they allow the kids to run the program. Remember this coaches a couple this is my first thought is you're in charge coaches you're in charge of the program whatever you say goes and and there is no discussion with that it's your way or the highway and so you got to make sure that the people understand that you're in charge of and that your players understand you're in charge of the program as he starts with his attitude and pouting and being selfish and not being a team guy you know in your gut whether you got to keep him or not um, and I'm really talking about as a college. I really think in in middle school and in, in elementary school and middle school and in, in high school, I think that's where because I, I coached in high school for, for eight years. I think that's really where you can make the biggest impact on these kids. You can help the kid not become a cancer. You can help the kid. If he's got an attitude in high school, sit him down. Help him because when he goes on to college, it's not going to work like that. So, number one. Help him when he's in the middle school. When he's in high school, help him understand that that attitude and that behavior won't be put up with. Because I was a college coach for twenty four years, and this is where I made my my made my mistakes. My gut says, uh, take care of that kid. If you have a cancer in your program. All right. And most of the time when they get to your program, they're 19 years old. If you have a cancer in your program, you ain't changing them. I talked to a coach yesterday. Are you a social worker or are you a basketball coach? All right. I try to be both. I try to be a social worker and a basketball coach. You can't do that in college. You can do that in high school. You need to do that in high school. In college, you need to be a basketball coach. And so if you're trying to save guys' lives at that moment, you're going to have a tough time. You're going to have a tough time winning games because you're going to take risk on some kids. And by the time they reach you and they're 19 years old, they're going to be, if they're a cancer, when they get to you, they're going. To, if the red flags are popping up, don't make excuses don't take them rick bird i will say one name rick bird rick bird is the best i think in the country at taking great kids he does all his work in recruiting on the front end to take great kids self-motivated kids he's got no cancers on the team and what do they do every single year they win every single year they win every single year um and because he's got no he's got no knuckleheads, he's got no cancers and that's what he does on the front end and does a great job on the front end. So so if you want to win on a consistent basis, get rid of your cancers early and immediately. All right? So and then follow your gut. If your gut says um that you got a kid that is is pouting and is complaining trust me, if the, if you see it, they're pouting and complaining. They're going to find the weakest guy on the team. They're going to find the weakest guy on the team, and they're going to get with him. Hey, Coach is being a jerk, man. What do you think? If that kid says, hey, no, man, Coach is being really fair to me, well, he's going to go to the next guy. Coach is being a jerk. Yeah, man, he ain't playing me. Then all of a sudden, now you have two cancers on your team, and those two dudes are going to go talk to a third, and the third now all of a sudden, a quarter of your team has cancer. A quarter of your team is killing your Program and killing your culture, and you're not going to win. So, you've got to cut that one kid out. But, coach, he's my best player. It doesn't matter if he's your best player, you ain't going to win. If you're winning a little bit with the cancer, it will come back and it's going to infect your whole basketball team. And when you need him the most, the biggest game of the season, that ball will end up in his hands. And he's going to get a technical. He's going to walk. He's going to he's he he will screw up the game single handedly. And it's not really his fault. It's your fault as a coach for putting up with it. All right. So I'm just going to tell you, he's the guy that wants to be different than everybody else. He's the guy that that um, you know, when when a kid takes a charge, uh, you you go back and we used to film our bench uh when i was the head coach at chattanooga he's the guy that doesn't get up and doesn't clap for the other team he's the guy really if you took a vote we we should t- do this is is get your get your 13 14 guys on your team and and say you know what ranking one through 14 who are your foxhole guys who are the guys that you want to go to, to war with um, he's the guy that they pick number 14. If your most talented guy is saying coaching, very simple. If your most talented guy is your hardest worker, then you're in great shape. What if your most talented guy is your biggest attitude? You ain't going to win, period. And and don't get tricked by talent, um, and that's what a lot of us do. Uh, and, and I used to be embarrassed when other coaches would come watch our teams practice because I had a couple knuckleheads that I did not take care of um and they had attitudes and all i had to do is make the very simple just rip the band-aid off make a simple decision in college i'm not saying this in high school in college is get rid of them get rid of them and it's going to hurt for a second uh but rip the band-aid off because you, the longer you allow them to stay with your program the longer the more they infest your program and you, you cannot win in high school. I don't think you get rid of them. I think you figure out a way to try to help them. Um, and I think you do have to act as a part coach, part social worker uh, while you're in high school. And so we used to talk about this. What they're used to doing, these kids are used to doing, is they're used to beating you down. And and they show up late for meetings, and they, they pout, and they're complaining about playing time, and they, they their body language talked about this body language screams they don't have to say a word but when they come off the court they make sure everybody in the gym knows that they're mad and and they beat you down most coaches get beat down and they end up succumbing to the pressure and they just play them and they just say go do your deal i was the opposite way and i think this coaches need to be like this once you beat me down to a point then then you're out you're out and and so make sure that they understand, son. If you if you continue with this attitude and this kind of behavior, that, that's fine. But you're going to be out of the program. Make sure they understand the consequences. Uh, but most coaches now they they got to win, and their contracts depend upon it. Um, and they will play guys. They will play guys or recruit guys or take guys um, who have messed up at other places because they're talented. If red flags are popping up, um, then I, I promise you, I, I was the one. I was the head coach at one time when red flags would pop up, and I'd look the other way and I'd make excuses. Um, listen, it, it it really wasn't his fault; it was another kid's fault. And this, listen, it's all that is is making excuses. Red flags pop up. Don't take the kid. Talent is overrated, and and sometimes you get. Uh, uh, perfect storm. Um, you got a, a Duke right now with with they got unbelievable talent and they're great kids. I will promise you if we sat down behind closed doors and talked to Coach K, at times he's had unbelievable talent and very average kids. When you have average kids with great talent, um, you don't win. And so sometimes you get fortunate if you can find that one talented kid that's a great kid, then you're in great shape. We talked about very simple. When I was in college, if you had if you had high major talent and low major character, then you became a a really a a mid-major player. If you had mid-major, if you had low major uh, talent and and high major character, you became a mid-major to a high major player. People want and people need high major character. If you were sick with cancer and you got chemo and you got your cancer cut out or taken out, would you put your cancer back in? Would you want more cancer in your body? Absolutely not. You don't want more cancer in your team. Take care of that. We'll talk to you next time.